Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we wanted to revisit our friend Lucky. For those of you who've listened to our podcast, Lucky is a Mastiff who is five years old and had the strange experience of waking up in the morning unable to use his hind leg. He spent a month getting progressively worse until at the first time we met him, he was knuckling with both hind legs and his right front, was unable to stand at his own and really could not move forward, had to be lifted out of the car and plopped down on our adjusting bales. And that's how you first met him as well. Correct? That's how I first saw him. And if you want to watch videos of this, please go to Equiline, Instagram Equiline Canine. Correct. And also, I think you put it on Facebook as well, correct? I did. I did. I put it on the Equiline K9. And remember, that is the letter K, the number nine. Uh, or contact us on Equiline, and we'll be happy to share this because his story is quite amazing and inspirational. And there's a whole podcast on Mr. Lucky. That's not the point of this one. No, because this is a continuing saga. Because unfortunately, you know, as, as health goes, some things go up, some things go down. They don't, it's not a perfectly flat line or, or a <laughs> curve no, hill. Flat lines yeah, no are flat very lines. bad. That or it's just not constantly getting better. But sometimes things have setbacks. And this is a classic example of setbacks. And really, it's... A story of dedication. It's a story of being willing to step outside the box. It's a story of a commitment to do the best you possibly can for the animals that come into your life. It's a story of hope, and it really is a story of an amazing creature. Yeah, and it's also uh, this, just the reward or just what what you have to say for this human that takes care she has a a mastiff rescue she has 18 mastiffs in her home and she commits herself to everyone and she takes in unbelievably difficult cases and this is what she's willing to go through for these animals because she loves them so much so we got a call because he has been doing spectacularly. And she continues with chiropractic and acupuncture and had last visit at the acupuncturist. They were like, this dog is just getting better and better. His top line has been built up. He's moving, he's ambulating. Normally the muscle building is continuing. He's looking like a big, healthy, beautiful animal. And that was the case until Thursday. Thursday, he had a bellyache. And for those of you who have large dog owners, you know that bloat is a very real and very devastating thing to happen. And you must get immediate veterinary care. There's, there is that survival. Yeah, sometimes some of the vets even preventatively tack down their stomachs. Yeah, because they're so com- bloat is so common in large large breed dogs. And basically, the danger here is that the intestines will twist, and that can be a life ending situation. So the true colic in a dog. 
Yeah, yeah. You have, you know, for for your, you know, if you if you're a horse owner, you understand that that an impaction or a twist can be surgical, and in dogs, it's absolutely the same thing. So they did what they had to do when he was obviously in distress. Took him to the vet to rule out a uh, a twist and to see whether or not he needed immediate surgical intervention. He was x-rayed. It turned out to be a gas colic as, as the best thing that could possibly be diagnosed under the circumstances, and they brought him home. Good news ends there. He could then not get up. He was absolutely immobile, was not even able to pull himself into any for- semblance of sitting position and it was even difficult for them to get into um, a position where they could get him outside to go to the bathroom. So he was just as bad, if not worse, than things had started. I think that's worse because you, when, even when we came in here, there was, they were able to walk him with his front. His front legs were still moving, even though he was knuckling on the one. But his front legs were still moving. They just had to hold his hind end up. This, well, he, he just couldn't knuckled, get up. Yeah. He couldn't get up at all. This is true. And they said, you know, we didn't have an appointment. We're about to leave town. What do you want to do? And I said, bring him. Just bring him. Because, you know, sometimes you just know. You know that this is not the end. And when people care that much, it's easy to care for them. And I had to see with my own eyes, uh, pretty much. Yeah, and it's our, you know, is a commitment on, from their part as a commitment from our part. We had dinner plans that night, which we immediately canceled because this took priority. Oh, 100%. And so as stressful situations go, they got in the car to drive the 45 minutes to get here, and an hour and a half later and multiple accidents and for all of you, I'm sure you all know what it feels like to be needing to get somewhere, be stressed about the fact that you have to get there, and the universe is putting obstacles in your way. And it got to the breaking point, and they said, we can't make you wait any longer. It's now closing in on two hours. I said, where are you? They were in our town, lost because they had gotten off the highway, I was like, breathe, breathe. This is going to be okay, and we are going to be here, and we're going to check on this dog, because sometimes you know that you are, you are the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for somebody for someone in your life, for some animal in your life. And when you get that feeling, I suggest strongly that you go with it. So. Because, yeah, the, in probably 70% of the cases, this animal would have been put down a long time ago. Oh, I don't think this, I don't think he would have had a chance with anyone other than the people who are with and a few of you out there. So he got here. We went out to the car. He was lifted and plopped. And the, initially, when he was unable to move, 
even though all of the major symptoms seem to be hind-end related, what presented to us was a cervical spine issue, and the, res- the resolution was adjusting his cervical spine, and this dog that was at that moment a, um, I, well, he was a paraplegic for sure, uh, walked out. So we had that to go on. I checked his cervical spine. I checked his legs. He had, you know, plenty of pain response. He had tone. He had everything. He got adjusted. And I've never seen anything like that. And and you said that, and he got up and walked out, like, very nonchalant. He got up and walked out. This dog could not get up. But he had life in his eyes. You could see that life in his eyes. But he had no ability to function whatsoever. After one cervical spine adjustment, this dog was able to get up. He stood up his and he top line down. looked perfect. Yes, he looked better than he had the last time I saw him when we were commenting on how amazing he was. And you know, he had a few uh, areas of restriction in his thoracic spine, and he did have a little bit of uh, hawk that wanted attention. That minor, minor, you know, all of us tweak ourselves in this. And do we know why? Could it have been if you've ever tried to um, move an unconscious 180-pound creature, can things get tweaked? Absolutely. Is it, we'll never know what precipitated it for sure. What we do know is... It was worth it. It's if you're out there as a practitioner, you know, uh, it's always worth it to give your best and then let the chips fall where they may. He might not have been able to get up. It might not have been a structural problem. But when it is and you get to look that creature in the eye and he just marches past you with... Top line just so svelte, and he was graceful, and he walked down the stairs, and he walked out, and we're all looking because when owner they, was crying, the person oh, who brought yes, him was we crying. crying because when they called from the road, they said <laughs> we're just going to go home, and that little angel whispering in my ear said, "You got to give it a chance." Yep. You know, I we've come too far. You know, Absolutely. he's come way too far. I got a weigh in on the big dog and his name is Lucky. There is, you know, to me in our practice, whether it's a horse or a dog or a cat or whatever spinal creature. We, Maybe even a human. Occasionally <laughs> human. Uh, yeah. When you can burst through those limitations those belief systems. You know, fortunately, Lucky didn't have a belief system that it would take time or he couldn't do it or, oh my God, you know, we were lucky the first time, but how could we possibly have uh, another positive experience? Maybe this is it. All of those things that people go through for themselves and for their animals. And sometimes you just go, well, maybe it's simple. Maybe. It's just that the nervous system is indicating that there's a lack of communication. 
and you need to wake it up. Yeah. Uh, we, we have to laugh because Wendy posted uh, an, an adjustment or something on Instagram or TikTok or something, and there was a whole thread going on about the efficacy of chiropractic. And someone, somebody actually said that, oh, yeah, that dog got better because of a placebo effect. Where is your science background, man? Think about that. A placebo on an animal? You've got to be kidding me. But it was just fun. It's just amazing because this is a chance to see what happens when you remove interference, when you create motion in a segment that's no longer mobile. How does it change the physiology? How does it change the dynamics of that physical body? How does the energy start to flow differently? Do we really know? Do we know every little piece of that? Are we 100% sure? No. No, we're not. But you know what? Miracles happen, and they happen every day in an animal practice. Absolutely. Well, a patient of mine back 20-odd years ago gave me a magnet for the refrigerator that said, I don't expect miracles, I rely on them. (laughs) And I also had a, a comment one time that said, you use that term, you know, too much. I know. I really look at life as miraculous. It makes me feel better. You know, if I look at this and say it's a miracle, doesn't mean that we are not participating and grateful for participating in miracles every day. And I feel lucky to be able to have that opportunity and to teach people how to interface with their dogs, with their horses. We, when we got done with it, the first thing we said is, how can we create a workshop so I can help people maintain the relationship, maintain the information pathways once the adjustment has been done and you leave our presence. And there are so many ways when people are open to learning and open to possibilities. Yeah. And being open is the whole thing. Being open and and looking for those opportunities. You got to be able to search the internet, find things that you think, look for things to help. We just just came from a, a case where the lady called a psychic and and you can say what you can about psychics because, uh, believe me, we've seen our share of psychics. Some of them had no clue what they were doing, and some of them were unbelievable. And this lady, I, I would have to say, had an unbelievable psychic experience that really aided the health of this animal because the animal was able to communicate to this lady in some way, whatever your belief system is on that, but some way was able to communicate to this lady that there were these issues going on. And of course, when the vet came out to check, he was like, yeah, yeah, right. And then guess what? Everything that horse told that person was correct. So we ask you to suspend your doubt occasionally for a few minutes a day and let amazing things in and if if it turns out to be something that benefits you then do more of it and if it doesn't do less of it one thing the epiline podcast is all about is adding information giving you another way to look at it another resource It doesn't mean you have to let go of anything you already have. 
one thing I know is that someone says to me, will you check and can you possibly help my creature? My answer is, we will do the very best that we can and with the resources we have. And if that helps, then we will be eternally grateful. Keep educating yourself because that's the only way growth happens. So we appreciate your time, spending time with us, and we will continue to update you on this very, very lucky dog. I'm Dr. Wendy Corrin. I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. Have a spectacular day.